do the National Day live and just because there's like one that's stupid. Fuck it, we'll do it live. We'll fucking do it live and just. My buddy, my buddy, my buddy, my buddy. Hello and welcome to the Girls Who Came to Sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners Aaron and Leslie watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to the show. I'm Leslie. And I'm Aaron. What's up? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can tell you're tired. And I'm like, trying. I'm also tired. You're what? <laughs> So I'm trying. You're trying. I think I'm trying, I'm trying. man. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just I'm trying. How you doing? Besides tired. I'm doing. I'm doing okay. I'm, I'm not that. I'm not that tired. Like I laid on like my bed and watched Westworld all day yesterday. So like I'm there you a go. good place in Westworld to like balance. So <laughs> I'm like okay. Um, although I did feel dumb because there's like a big twist in the last episode, and I texted Matt because I was like, "Whoa, uh-huh. I didn't see that." He was like, "Yeah, I figured that out like from the beginning." <laughs> <laughs> that just means you enjoyed it more, <laughs> and that's why he was kind of disappointed. Because I was like, "Why are you disappointed?" And that's oh, why because he, he called it. <laughs> I was like, "Well, to be honest, I was relatively brain dead, just laying yeah. around, like flopping." What did I say? I was like, anything. "Brain dead, rolling around on my bed, knitting and ogling uh, Ben Barnes and, and Th- Tandy, Thandy, Tandy, T- Tandy, Tandy, yeah. Tandy." <sighs> why i would say fandy i swear i've heard that's how it's spelled and i was like what huh that's how it's spelled i know i know i know i know i know i know but i'd always heard tandy yeah maybe i heard someone pronounce it incorrectly recently it threw me off maybe questioning my choices anyway so (laughs) i shouldn't be that tired you started a new job today so i did that's exhausting it yeah it was good but it's it's I'm tired. <laughs> if nothing else, just the stress of like, I hate starting a new job and like getting there, knowing where everything is. Sometimes yeah. you have to like find the damn bathroom, and like yeah. you don't, and you don't know like if you're gonna get a break. Even should you bring lunch or dinner, or like you yeah. know, like all these things that are so stressful that you don't know on yep. your first day. Or I here, it's like where do I get to park just in case. Oh my god! What? Wait, what? Wait, <laughs> what? Started at because you didn't know so if you're going to get a break. Yeah, I didn't know, so I just ate in case. That is such a you move. I can't even <laughs> stand it. You'd be like, I'm just going to eat at ten thirty because I don't. I'm going to get hungry. I need to eat. <laughs> no, no, no. That's funny though that you ate like before <laughs> rather than like just checking in. Like, hey. Do I get a break? You're like, fuck it, I already, I, I got it. Yeah, I mean, because what, like, if I get there, I'm like, hey, do I get a break? And he's like, no, I'm like, I'm, I'm How screwed. long is your shift? <laughs> um, It was 11.30, and we finished about 5. You get a we break. Did get a, we did, no, we got one. You I just legally get a break, and if you don't, walk the hell out. Like, <laughs> like you legally. No, we totally had one, and there was extra food, so we also got to eat, so that was pretty I'm good. Like, good. Good. Yeah. But but that's the thing is you're always like I don't know like what what's gonna happen. <laughs> ten thirty. Yep. That is ten thirty tacos. You it was and delicious. A half. That is that is after my own heart eating tacos at ten thirty <laughs> in the morning. I mean like what would I eat? I ate like a whole thing of ice cream yesterday at like eleven or something. Well, no, I think yes. it was almost noon. But I just kept eating it. <laughs> it was delicious. <laughs> just, and then I was cold. 
Oh my god. And then you were cold. <laughs> that's how I am with ice cream and ices. <laughs> I'm just like, damn it, I'm going to get cold. It doesn't matter how hot it is, I get cold. Um, you get cold. So funny. Uh, do you want me to talk about the holidays? Yes. The holiday. I think we should just stick the to this. holiday. We should stick to this one because it's hilarious. Um, okay. Today is National Hair Day. What? <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's the dumbest thing Why? I've ever heard. How but... do you celebrate? <laughs> yeah, hold on. Do you on. like wash your hair? Do you style your hair? Do you comb your do hair? Do you have hair if you have it and don't have yeah. hair if you don't? Like, I know, stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Do you wear or... a wig if you don't have hair? Like, how do you celebrate? Hair. You listen, you watch the movie Hair, you listen to the hair soundtrack. You... <laughs> <laughs> like, what else do you do? I have no idea. Um, I'm going to read it just because I didn't. Okay. I didn't beforehand, so it's potentially going to be stupid. Um, well, we know it's going to be stupid. Uh, <laughs> the first sentence is almost scared me. Oh, my God. Uh, excuse me. God, I'm sorry. I'm always so snurfly and, like, um, clearly throaty on this podcast. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm so well aware that you're just <laughs> listening to me, and it's horrible. Um, National Hair Day. When the clothes don't fit or you're running late, it's always... Nice to know. <laughs> Your hair looks great. I'm sorry. I Bitch, didn't know. What? I didn't know it was gonna rhyme. <laughs> That's ridiculous. It's the unnecessary thing. On October first, National Hair Day gives the nod head hair hilarious to all the styles, <laughs> products, tools, and people who keep our hair healthy and looking its best. I have to just give them them a nod that they use the word nod. They're like, it's hair, it's funny, it's good. It's so funny. Look at that pun. I know. That's impressive. I can't deal. Um, whether we are seeking a new cut or we found the perfect one, we want to keep it looking as fresh as it as it was when we left the salon. I almost said saloon. Keep it fresh. World. <laughs> Keep it fresh. Saloon. Um, the right styling tools and hair care products go a long way toward maintaining a healthy, luxurious hairstyle. I mean, we're on this show with all the hair, so that makes sense. Um, that is true. From fine to thin to thick and coarse, there are products out there to curl, straighten, repair, lift, and rich. This is the dumbest thing. Okay, so they just keep talking about... <laughs> Wait, hold on. On National Hair Day... Put your best style forward. Let no wind, no storm hold you back. What? Is it like... What? Are people like not... <laughs> Are we going to save the world? Like yeah, what? I know. The storm just makes me think of like X-Men. It's like she had amazing hair. Um, yes, she But did. I love how it's like, oh, it's windy today. I'm not going to style my hair. I can't do it. I'm going to put on a hat or something like that. You know, I don't even know. <laughs> um, I just... I just love this. It's so stupid. Um, how to observe. <laughs> how to observe. Oh. Interesting. Okay, hold on. This just got CD. Let your hair be your crowning glory. Crowning glory, huh? Uh, share your favorite hairstyles, tools, and hair care products using, quote, National Hair Day. Okay, right. No. But new me. Hold on. I got to click on this to find out who new me is. Ah, new me. Like N-U- M E uh-huh. um, founded National Hair Day on October 1st, 2017, so today, to celebrate styling tools and hair care products that make our hair styling. Wait, hold on, sorry. Our Wait, hair. So... Yeah, our hair outstanding. It's... So, someone who sells products made up this okay. damn day 
And this is the inaugural day. Yes, this is the first one. This is the first one. Oh, shit. Yeah, buckle up. (laughs) We're part of something very special here. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Your hair is great now, though. You got like some long oh, ass hair going. It's it's pretty long now. I'm yep. impressed. I washed it last night, and it looked like uh, cousin it had come to visit oh, or something. Oh my god, it's amazing! Are you going to keep growing it? What's going on? Um, I'm gonna cut it probably no. next month. Not super short. But just like trim it like a couple few oh, inches, just trim and then get the color your, redone. Not do your big chop like you sometimes no. do. No, I kind of like it long. I'm impressed. Actually, your hair grew a lot because you had like a not a bob, but like it was to your shoulders. But it like, was pretty short last yeah. summer, wasn't it? Was um, that wait when you went maybe. like bangs? You you got bangs. It was like last yeah. summer, wasn't that it? That was last. Yeah. Kind of. Oh. It just grows. No, it's growing faster, but I think that might be. I think I know why. I'm not going to say on there. <laughs> okay, well, you have but, to tell me after because I don't I know, know. I know. I, I, have a, I have a theory because the same thing happened to me once. Because I feel like it's grown oh, okay. faster in the past year than it normally does. That, that's weird for me to notice, but I'm obsessed with hair. Because um, I used to want to be I used to want to be a hairstylist. Then you need to celebrate today. Uh, clearly. <laughs> I didn't do anything to my hair today. I'm enjoying it, but like, what is it? Something something happened recently. Oh, I watched Practical Magic. I watched Practical Magic last Aww. week as my like Friday movie. And damn it, if I don't need to have Sandy Bullock's hair, <laughs> so good. Oh my, God. it's always good. And it's like in that movie, it's like wavy, like mine is. It's mm-hmm. so much thicker, and actually, it's probably like ninety percent like weave. You know, let's go ahead and admit, <laughs> let's go ahead and admit that because it's so much. Well, she has like thick hair, but it's like so long in yeah. it. Um, but like, I was like, damn it, I'm gonna like grow my hair again. I even got like hair vitamins because since I've chopped it off, that's when you like mm-hmm. grow your hair like strong. I'm like, and I right. can't, I can't dye it for work. Like I can't have my colors like I sometimes have, and I can't go like nuts blonde like I sometimes do. I'm not allowed mm-hmm. to. Um, because I work <laughs> no, for like an actual, I'm not allowed to do a lot of things because I work for like an actual legit people. I was like company. No, that's not right. Um, university organization, thing, I guess. organization. Yeah. So I have to like behave. Um, and so like I will, I'm actually, yeah, even though my hair cut is very cute and I enjoy it, I am actually going to grow it <laughs> and let it be in, except for I have like really thin fine hair. So it gets this sort of length. I'm like, Pleh. I don't like it, but, um, but yeah, Becca, maybe, 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 maybe. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, have we told our viewers that that's what I said that she would do when you get otherwise? I don't think like, so. We just always have, like, we always have these inside jokes and people must hate us. Um, when Leslie would give her cat um, a pill and then she would text me how she would just spit it out. I was like, she, she says, <laughs> poor thing no that pill was the size of a human pill it's oh i don't blame her like it was very difficult for her to swallow (laughs) but also she's the kind of cat you can't get but also she would just that like doesn't want to she's not gonna do anything very sad anything you don't want her to do so this is slinky we're talking about for those who are regular listeners who are up on the latest on my cats yeah well we've talked about before that she was slinking she and she was slinking, and yeah. that I that I had my sugar baker moment one time was that she let me pet her and she was purring. Yep, I was like, yes, <laughs> five years later. 
five <laughs> years later. Because she's like slow burn. Look, I'm winning her over bit by bit. Like <laughs> what she used, to, she has let me pet her tiny before. Like back when we lived in the Taurus of couches, it's a trap. Which was like I know it was weird. Um, and then, but what she normally will do is smell my finger. Like that's her like. Kiss yeah, that's her or like thing. whatever yeah. that she was like nice to me. She let me do that, and I would never pet her. I was like, I'm not going to pet you because you don't want me to because you're slinky and you go slink away. <laughs> um, but yeah, she actually like, was looking at me, and I was looking at her, and I was like, I'm going to pet you. She's like, do it, and then she started purring, and I was like, oh! <laughs> so this is the cat. Music starts about. playing in the background. Oh no, really? Like no, like yes, like definitely an '80s rom com. Like, the theme from, like, Pretty Woman was coming on or something. <laughs> or, like, I have had the time my life came on or something like that. It was, like, yes, was playing because we had a moment. Y'all did. Oh, my God. Anyway, this is so stupid. Why does anyone listen to this shit? I don't know. I <laughs> honestly got, don't we know. We 13 more likes on Facebook randomly. Hey! I don't look, y'all. I, we only, I posted we, in one of the Facebook groups. Like, oh, like, like Lady Podcasts or whatever. Oh, you gotta tell somebody. Like, I was like, where did this come from? Because we only have I didn't know. We only have two hundred likes. So, that's, so that's <laughs> Thanks, actually a y'all. big number. I was like, where did it come from? And I was like, shit. I gotta like post some things. I didn't really post on Facebook, but like I was posting in the other stuff that we do. And I was like, oh, people actually do like things <laughs> when I post. I guess I got kind of bogged down by social media. For a minute, yeah. I was like, I can't deal yeah. with any of this, and so I was like, not. Nah. But then I tried to be involved a little bit yesterday, and people were fun and commenting and stuff. So yay! I thank you. Like That's I'm great because I did not have internet. So oh yeah, you don't. Hey, have they, del- <laughs> have they delivered your router yet? Isn't that today? They did. It's here. I just didn't want to start. Oh wait, how else will we be talking right now? <laughs> No, I'm hardwired. I'm literally oh, yeah, like, right. camped out in front of the broken TV hardwired. Right, right, right. That's now. the only place that it works is in front of the TV. Yeah. That's why you're not in the closet. <laughs> that I can't oh, watch. Oh, man. <laughs> so uh, did you did you have a sugar breaker moment? Wait, no. Do, uh, I've talked so much. Can we talk about yours first unless you didn't have one? Yeah, it's – no, I do. It's really short, though. Okay, good. Um, I feel like I've been talking sorry. so much. Wait, short. Um, That's so, okay. Okay. It's it yeah, so it's and it's also Sorry. really dumb. What um, I love it. There there are two. Uh, one is that they are releasing an Antiope pop figure. I... <laughs> <laughs> Sigh. No, literally. I was so mad that you figured that out because <laughs> it went like I was. I actually haven't pre-ordered it because when I went, you couldn't even pre-order it yet. But like they were just like they were just like oh this is happening. But there wasn't like a button. They said it'll be like this much money. But there wasn't like an option <laughs> to order it yet from, from when I was looking. Because I thought I could get it like now. I could not get Aww. it now. When I when, pre order it now. I, yeah, now. But like it was like months ago when my, well, it was like in June or July or something when um the Lion Cat earrings that I tried to get both of mm-hmm. us. I've mentioned like on air before that I was like, I got you something. You're like, I think I know what it is. I wish, what did you I think did it was? I did not know what it was. I don't remember now, but it wasn't Oh, because you were like, <laughs> sure. I was like, this is kind of random for you to That's know. That's why I didn't want to say what it was. <laughs> but I don't remember what it was that now. That was so funny. You had so much surety. <laughs> it was like amazing. Um, uh, yeah, I want, I'm like, I was like, well, that's not going to work. And I was like, oh, I kind of wanted to get you the Barbie because you were like looking everywhere for the damn Barbie at the time. Like you were going to all the like, right? Weren't you going? Well, you were going yeah, to like it's, well, it's every like, toy it's like, section. It had a 
$45 price tag. It's too much. And I'm like, that's too much for a Barbie. That's and it what I'm has saying. come down a little bit, but it's still too expensive. And I'm yeah. like, no one needs to spend that much money on a Barbie. Yeah. So now they so have I a looked, pop, and yeah. that, those are all cheap. Yeah. Unless well, they become, like, collectors. Right. Well, that's what I, what happened is, like, I looked online to see if I could get the Barbie cheaper. But then I was like, but it's also just Barbie. That doesn't look like Robin Wright. Like, I was like, no. which, I mean, she's gorgeous, but, like. Yeah, mm. but it's Barbie in Antiope's so costume. So I was like, I didn't really feel that. But when I was looking to try and see if I could get the Barbie for cheaper, because you would get mad at me for buying you an expensive-ass Barbie, um, yeah. was part of it, too. And I was like, uh, and I looked, and the pop came up. And I love it, because she's doing her, like, little ping, you know, like, little Oh, it's, it's my phone background now. Like, when you turn it, first what? turn it on, when you put it in your lock Oh, wait, screen, do you mean Robin Wright is, now. or the pop is? No, the pop. <laughs> that is damn adorable. I don't know what to do with that. Um, yeah, she's such. She looks so freaking cute. That I was like, she's I need so to get cute. this, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna wait, and hopefully, like, Leslie won't buy this for herself, or even like <laughs> know it's out there, or like mention it. And then we were like, I ne- I need to pre-order. So I was like, fuck, don't. I ruined don't. it. No, I was like, just don't pre-order it. Like, um, you don't need to do that. It was so... funny because we went on Friday to watch The Witch at Dan's, and um, oh, I was yeah. like, Jay, they're making this thing. Oh God! And he's like, don't order it, and I was like, Fuck no, him. Aaron's already ordered it for me. He buys you too much shit. I'm your wife. No, it's mine. I'm buying. I was it. like, don't do it. Aaron's already ordering it. Thank you. I wanted uh, you to think I'd already ordered it, so you don't do it. I was like, but no, now I remember I couldn't at the oh, time. But, that's but um, it's going to happen. I'm very excited about it. I'm very. Excited. But it's not coming out until like December or something, right? Yeah, it's it's a little yeah, bit. That was the thing that I was like, damn it, it's like gonna be your Christmas present. Hey, Christmas present. There I'm we go. Ruined. That's what I'm saying, it's ruined. I was gonna have a Christmas present. No, it's party. not. Now I can anticipate it. It's so cute. Uh, I'll find other things. Um, and the other thing I'll is that um, so there is a certain I don't know what the brand is, but there's a brand at TJ Maxx um that has a chai tea Oh god, I cannot believe you. Uh-huh. You bought like five. It. It's it smells so good but like when you find something at tj maxx like if you don't get it you're it's never gone. gonna see it again yeah um, yeah and there's like they have other ones that i've smelled and like they're too overpowering and there's too much like whatever scent chemical whatever in it oh, it's horrible, but yeah. these are very light and very nice especially and for so spicy had, things like, that can be done all wrong yes exactly and so they had like six of them and uh hashtag migraine life when you find something that you can tolerate you buy all of them (laughs) i'm surprised by that actually because i would think that you'd be nervous that like if you have that you can build up an intolerance to it you know what i mean i usually yeah no that makes sense i never thought about it because i usually don't have that problem oh that's good like i do once i find something that i can tolerate like it's Mm -hmm. just that i can tolerate it forever yeah i do like i could probably never work at lush again because, oh, like, really? it was, well, because, like, I was okay at the time, and I didn't use that many of their products, but even now, like, I can't really use most of their products because it's just so strong. Right. It's um, very strong. Like, yeah, like, and, and even on me, like, I, I used to, oh, I used to only really use the shower gels and the soaps, and my body uh-huh. tends to not hold on to perfume very strongly. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, there's, like, I, it stays, and, like, most of them will make me sneeze eventually. Like, I built up an, an allergy oh, yeah. or intolerance. When I was younger, Bath & Body Works was like that. I hated that people would give me uh, Bath & Body Works um, baskets, because yeah, that was I the huge even... thing. But, like, yeah. all, all of them have some undertone that makes me sneeze. Every single scent. It's, like, oh, probably, really? probably their base perfume or something like that. Probably, yeah. yeah. But, like, I can't even I, walk by a Bath oh. & Body. 
Even with they they got like some apothecary stuff eventually that was like more chill. But really? yeah, yeah, and their candles are kind of okay. Um, mm-hmm. but and I think their candles are not tested on animals because they got oh, bought out nice. by somebody. They were like a body shop, but they are like now they're owned by someone else. Maybe it's Clorox or L'Oreal or somebody. Or like I know Burt's Bees is also owned by Clorox, but that happens a lot with these. Yeah, companies are like companies. they don't test on animals because that's like my, my thing. Um, but then right. they get bought by a company that does, so it's like the money right. still so goes those to things it. Still aren't, but <clears throat> the parent company tests. Yeah, yeah. But the uh, candles are different. Is one thing I learned when I was at Lush, at least then, which was like five or eight years ago now. Um, uh-huh. Well, that's exciting that you have. All, I can't. Yeah, yeah she posted a six. picture. Please post a picture on the show notes of this nonsense. I, will. I was like, what is this child doing? Um, I mean, so now I, I have enough to last me all winter. Oh. <laughs> I like how it's all winter. That would be a lifetime for me. I guess I don't burn <laughs> candles that much. I usually don't. I've never had to before. Um, oh, but, but you're in the apartment, place, yeah. um, I have smoker neighbors. Like yeah. they're really nice, but it comes through. <laughs> mm. So I'm almost almost always running the air purifier mm-hmm. and almost always burning a candle that's like pretty light in scent. Another thing, if it's potentially coming through your vents, is to put like dryer sheets over your vent. Ooh, even if you're not, too. even if you're not like running air conditioning, but like yeah, uh-huh. like a dryer sheet that you're comfortable with because you may not even use dryer sheets. But like I I've just, done, no, I just use the balls. <laughs> you just want to say balls? Yeah, me too, me too. But yeah. like, if you can find a dryer sheet that's like not overpowering and won't bother you, then like if you put it over a vent, then it means that like any anything that comes through the vent will be better. It's gonna go through that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you tape it over with like, cool. you have to use like packing tape because if you because if you do turn on your heater air conditioning, it'll like then throw it's it like, off. Boom, all the way across the room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, well, I mean, dryer sheets are kind of light. <laughs> so I like how it made a boom sound effect. Um, but uh, yeah, those are one of the little things that like I would do. Like I put them on fans sometimes, but they're really strong, so you can like cut it in half or something mm-hmm. if you don't want all of it. Yeah. So what was your sugar breaker moment? What was my sugar? Oh, it was about feminism. Um, that uh, I know. Well, that was the thing. Is that in my my job, I'm 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 being a chaplain, but also learning to be a chaplain is kind of like seventy thirty of like hands on, and that's why it's a residency. I think we've said this to people that it's like a residency that I'm doing. Um, because it's it's actually good. Like I am glad that you ha- that certification is a thing now. Um, especially in a world where you should be an interfaith chaplain if you, mm-hmm. and it's funny cause I'm seeing some of the two of the, two of the other residents are, um, reverends that like have had parishes and they're now mm-hmm. being a chaplain. And, um, it's interesting because if they did not have this training that they're going through now, they would potentially be assholes. Neither of them would be because they're not assholes. <laughs> but it's but like not they're not actually assholes, I shouldn't say that, but they kind of would be because they both struggle with like not wanting to preach at people. Like it's and they're very honest about it, you know, and like I and I it's beautiful this work that they're doing to learn and be open to be molded. But I was like, shit, if you're allowed to just be a chaplain because that's how it used to be, is you could just be a reverend and then become a chaplain and have no training, then like mm-hmm. they can make a lot of people uncomfortable yeah um because it's almost only like christian religions that are like that like it, it sometimes rabbis would do it but it's definitely not like i've never seen like a, a buddhist or muslim like um 
like monk, you know, like a, I'm sorry, not Muslim monk, I'm sorry, a Buddhist monk or a Muslim imam be a chaplain, like straight from, and like have no training necessarily. That's not as common around here. Um, and like proselytize to like other, like other religions or whatever, but like Christians, like, and like Catholics can kind of do that because it's how it used to be. And that's why a lot of people, and I mean, this is based on like my experience. I may be wrong for people who were in the chaplain world before certification was a thing. But, um, but that's, that's why a lot of people think that I'm automatically a certain way when I walk into the room. But so what they're doing now is like, and they've been doing it for a while is there is like a board, you know, and you're like a board certified chaplain. Um, and that's what I'm working towards. And, and it's a, it's a fair amount. It's like years of school on top of like, you have to get a master's degree and in theology and you have to do at least um, uh, 12 months of specific hands-on education and uh, learning, like what I'm doing now. And then you have to work a whole nother year before you can even apply to be certified. So, um, so yeah, so what I'm doing, so it's a lot of work. And so there may be, I know that's kind of like boring to like tell everyone that, but there may be other moments that come in as my sugar breaker moments because there, what happens, I think I had talked about this before when I was at the hospital is that there's a certain amount of like breaking down that happens within yourself in this setting so that you can learn the tools in a safe environment to make it work basically, you know, cause it, cause yeah. since we are, um, a lot of times the, um, basket for people's emotions through some of the hardest things that people have to deal with, um, that's going to bring up a lot in you, you know, and you have to, and, um, so that's what happens is they kind of like want you to kind of figure out what are you going to be the things that are going to get in your way. Um, or that are going to make this job very hard for you, you know? So anyway, so that was really long. Sorry guys. But, um, I was going through, uh, an interaction with a patient, um, the other day and we have to go through, and it's funny cause I'm not actually, I don't have like a religion that I, uh, am connected with necessarily. And, and that's okay. <laughs> but uh, it means that the whole the the former system doesn't really allow for that they're kind of changing it now to an extent but like they kind of assume that you have a background or you have a current and they don't always have to match you know but you have some kind of history that's like theological or spiritual or religious spiritual like spiritual they mean like you know of the spirit and soul and stuff it doesn't have to be how people say i'm not religious i'm spiritual like they don't mean that but um, it's hard because we're and my supervisor is really great. She's going to help me reword a question that I have to answer in my paperwork that says, like, what of your spiritual heritage, like, was coming out in this interaction? Because we, we go through interactions and, and like, learn from them and stuff. And um, I, I said none. <laughs> and she was like, what? <laughs> like, really? Nothing? I was like, well, yeah, I don't really have, like a spiritual background or anything. So I couldn't, and it was funny because, um, so we're just going to reword it so that I can figure that out. Cause she was like, actually what this question is trying to do is help you figure out like resources and influences that are, that could be tools for you. And it was great. Cause then one of the residents that's there, who I, um, 
I uh, quite uh, adore, um, was like, oh, he, he was like, I see it here. Like, you had this thought that you were mad for on this patient's behalf. And why were you mad on this patient's behalf? And I just went, feminism. <laughs> like, that was it. Like, it took, like, no, like, usually when people ask me questions in this group setting, I kind of have to think about it. Or I'll be like, I don't know. Um, let me kind of think about that. Like, I always kind of sit and, like, mull a bit. But this time I was like, feminism. <laughs> and they all, like, laughed. And they're like, yeah, exactly. Like, feminism is important to you. And it's going to be with you when you're wanting to empower other people or empower yourself or whatever it is. And I was like, Oh shit. Like Julia Sugarbaker would be so happy right now. (laughs) So I was like doing Julia proud. I know exactly. So I was like my Julia Sugarbaker moment, I think, Uh, especially pertaining to this episode, feminism, (laughs) it comes up. So I guess should we maybe, is that a good segue? That is a good segue. Okay. What did we watch this week? So this week we watched the finale. Mm-hmm. It was kind of a lackluster finale. Three. <laughs> it was kind of like, yeah. they were like, ah, oh, well, here you go. Here's an episode. <laughs> like a little bit. Like it wasn't a cliffhanger. It wasn't, I don't know. Anyway, so it was season three, episode 22, which first aired May 22nd, 1989. Um, entitled Julia Drives Over the First Amendment. I read this title. Literally. Like, I know. I read this title like 800 times. And I was, and then when it happened, I was like, you dummies. I can't believe it. Oh, hello, Leslie. <laughs> I heard all that chinking. <laughs> Are you drinking a drink right now? I'm sorry. I am balanced on a single chair with everything that I need for podcasting. What? Because I'm literally wired to the modem. <laughs> oh, no. So I can't, like, I'm holding the mic and holding up my computer on my lap and, like, trying to get my water bottle and, like, I have my phone balanced oh my right God. next to me. It's it's the smallest chair. Wait, Sorry why is that. your phone balanced? Mm. Sorry, I'm also sitting on a pillow. Of course you are. But pillow. <laughs> well, wait, okay. Well, just, this is a fun visual we're getting of you. Um, <laughs> we should probably take a picture, but hey, guys, this is, this is my lap. Um, but, uh, okay, anyway, sorry. So, Julia drives over the First Amendment. TV Guide reads, Julia's repeated act of civil disobedience in running over a poster she considers pornographic gets her arrested. Um, and then we have dun, dun, dun. Uh, Terry Wilder, played by... Rosalind, 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 Rosalind Ingledew, which is the best name ever, but on IMDb, <laughs> she's on, it's a great, she's as uh, Rosalind or, yeah, Rosalind Allen. I was like, ugh. That's so boring. Get rid of the Ingledew. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the newsstand, newsstand guy was Ed Levy. I recognize um, Ingledew from, I think I recognize her from, oh, what was it? Oh, shit, what was it? It was like Deep Space Nine or something like that. Um, oh um, yeah um, she um, looked familiar oh sequest 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 that's where i think i knew her from yeah she looked super familiar she was in sequest she was also on oh home improvement boy meets world oh Um, yeah yeah, these these type of things beyond belief factor fiction yeah i used to watch that a lot Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but she hasn't really done anything since 2002 oh okay so, yes. So, Leslie, what did we watch this week? Um, so, we started Sugar Bakers, mm-hmm. and Anthony is studying for his exams, and he's super stressed out, mm-hmm. and Charlene has gone to get him caffeine pills from the newsstand, and um, 
Suzanne says that she thinks it's in poor taste to have him stand there or sitting there when the customers come in. And she's like, not to ask a personal question, but Anthony, when is the last time you showered? Oh, man. All right. And Anthony says, Suzanne, that is a personal question. And for your information, I showered this morning. I may appear a bit rumpled because I've been studying for exams and working full time and I haven't done laundry in a while. Yeah. And Suzanne asks him, when was the last time you did laundry? And he said, uh, let's see. When was Bush elected? Oh, my God. But when was Bush elected? <laughs> I don't eight, know. So, so like a year ago. Okay. I was like, I don't know if to say that now. I'd be like, oh, no. Like, which one? Yeah, I know. Um, yeah. Sunny stop. Oh, no, um, Sunny. She, in her, <laughs> door in her older age, she is getting so rambunctious. She's a hellion. It's hilarious. Like, she's, she's making up more. for, like, not being one in her youth. I think so. Yeah, it's hilarious. I love it. She's like that old lady who's just like, ha ha. I was like, you know. She's Sophia. Yeah, okay, she is. I live with the cat version of Sophia. You do. She's going to call you a bunch of <laughs> loop. Oh, man. It's so good. Okay, yeah, sorry. Um, so Charlene tells him not to worry about his clothes. He needs to study, and he's welcome to use her desk all that uh, he wants. And he says he will remember her when he graduates with the highest grade point average in the history of the school. And he's very, like, like unhinged at this point. So everything he says is super fast, and, like, his eyes are super wide, and he's very intense right now. Mm-hmm. And Charlene tells him he shouldn't take any more of those pills. Yes. And don't. Mary Jo proceeds to make things worse. Yes. Um, by telling how she would get so nervous the night before an exam and have these incredible dreams. Stop. Like she would show up as everyone was finishing the test. I've had that one. Um, or oh, she'd get really? there on time. Yeah, yeah. But look at the test and didn't know the, any of the answers. I've had that one. Except for Ooh. in her dream, she was naked. I've never been naked in any of these stress dreams. You that probably, I've had. you probably had every stress dream that's like imaginable. Probably. Oh gosh. It's, yeah, it's my secret. What's your secret? You always just, I'm always anxious. <laughs> You're always stressed. Same. Yeah, same. we're the perfect that's why pair. We're <laughs> yep. And so Anthony says, "I'm not taking any more pills. Working with her is stimulating enough." Yeah, Mary Jo. Yeah, Way to help him out. Um, and Charlene says she doesn't want to go to the newspaper stand anymore. She thought it would be cool just to have it there, but um, she goes on a rant about like celebrities and drama, um, and how she thought it would be cool because she could just like pick up her celebrity magazines. But there are so many dirty magazines there. Um, and Mary Jo uh, kind of backs her story up by saying that she was there and she noticed jugs and she said, I thought, how nice, a new magazine about pottery and porcelain. Imagine my surprise. <laughs> yep. Oh, God. Um, These and they names, just put... I really love all of them. <laughs> yeah. They get more into them later. So good. Yeah, they do. Oh, God. And so they've just put up a big poster to advertise a new magazine where um, a woman is dressed in what uh, they call, they refer to as black rubber underwear. And unless it's Madonna and there's Why an important rubber? news story attached to it. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's like that latex uh, stuff. I think so. Yeah, I, I think that's what they're this, trying like, to describe in this episode because I talk about the <laughs> underwear later being made by like Goodyear or something like Goodyear. That. Like, yeah. What? <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. And uh, Anthony says that there's even a magazine called Stump with female amputees who are wearing no clothes. And Suzanne is like, great. We're never going to hear the end of this. Julie is going to be ranting and raving, carry on like some kind of hyena. And we're just going to have to pretend like we care. <laughs> I love Suzanne. Um, 
And Mary Jo says that Julia has strong opinions and if she has a problem, but if she has a problem with it, you know, she'll be rational about it. And about this time, we hear Julia's tire screech. <laughs> and there's a wreck oh clearly happening outside. Oh, my God. And so we cut to Julia and she says, I saw their poster. I knocked it down. There is no longer a problem. And she says, <laughs> I'm no a member of the majority. <laughs> it's no longer a problem. Out. She took she took care of it. And she says, I'm a member of the majority of the American public who knows that this exists, but doesn't wish to have it pushed in my face on my own street. And Suzanne says, I told you this would happen. One minute she's making a rational argument and the next she's driving up on the sidewalk. And Charlene tells her she should not have done that. And Julia says, different people have different definitions of what's obscene. I can't yeah. define pornography, but I know it when I run over it. <laughs> I love that. And so then we go back to Sugar Bakers. The damages uh, and fines have cost a total of $604. And Julia says that it was worth it. That is so much. Yeah. Like, Especially, like, that's a lot now. But, like, in $1989. She just ran over, like, a... What what is Just, like, a stand. Yeah. And Charlene's like, well, maybe it's worth it now. But if you do this every day, that's $3,000 a week. Like, that's going to look really weird on a quarterly report. $3,000 a week for driving into newspaper stands. Yeah. And Suzanne says, for that kind of money, you could go on. Just to prove a point. For that kind of money, you could go out and buy yourself a real nice outfit. Or, you know, a shirt. (laughs) $3,000 shirt. I forgot about, well, remember it yet. And Mary Jo asks, what would be the point of that? And Suzanne says, well, when I see something that makes me mad, that's what I do. It's impossible to be too mad about injustice if I look really good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and Julia, I don't goes, think that's accurate, but I just love that's very on <laughs> brand for her. It's yeah, it's very Suzanne. Yeah. Um, and then Julia brings up kind of the heart of this episode is that uh, what makes her really mad is that these people use the First Amendment yes! because. Hello. When our forefathers were fighting and dying, they were not really doing it to protect a publication called Hot Tushies. I'm telling you, this more. I need more. <laughs> they keep getting names. better. Did you did you catch the ones later? Because those were like my favorite. I think I have at least a couple okay, of them. Okay, good. God, they were so good. Um, like what? Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite weird porno mag name? Please tweet it at us. Oh yeah, please. <laughs> like I don't know of any. So please, or like make some up. Oh my god, yes. Go. Do it. <laughs> uh, and Charlene says, isn't it amazing how specific these magazines are? There's one all about feet. Never seen anything like that in my life. They could just get... I, th- I thought at first she said a pennies catalog, but then when I was trying to get a gift, it sounded like a Kenny's. Oh. Kenny's I thought, catalog? I heard Kenny's and I assumed that was like a shoe catalog. <laughs> yeah, it must be. I think I just heard pennies the first time yeah. and then the second time I was like, what? Um, she's like, they got... Girls who eat chicken. Girls with big ones who think Oswald acted alone. Yeah, I was (laughs) pissing myself when she was just That was amazing. I think Oswald acted alone. Like, oh my god, the big ones who eat chicken, that's really funny. I like that one. Like, what? Oh, man. And so Julia says, like, like they're trying to say every sleazy rag magazine in the country um, hides behind the First Amendment. And maybe I shouldn't have knocked down the design, but he knows that I mean business and, like, he probably won't put it up again. 
he can't like I can't afford to do this every day, but he can't afford to lose the stand every day either. Mm. And Mary Jo says, "I hate to I say think it, it's like, costing I, her a lot more than him." I think yeah, probably. <laughs> like this is silly. And um, Mary Jo says, "I hate that poster too," but what you're talking about is censorship. Yeah. And Julia says, do you think anyone has a constitutional right to show a poster of a woman being degraded, chained up with a dog collar and whipped? You couldn't show a black man that way. So why would we demand any less for women? Yeah. I think that brings up a lot of interesting points, questions, (laughs) considerations, viewpoints. Mm -hmm. Um, And like that really brings up intent. Why does my mic keep going down? Stop it. The volume oh. keeps automatically adjusting. I'm like, but you can't hear Excuse me if you, you do that. Stop. Don't do that. Ghosts. It is October. What's your Wi-Fi password? Oh, I don't wait, have one. It doesn't wait, work. Wait, hold on. Pause. Did I tell you? This is important to the show. Did I tell you that like <laughs> if Azizan Zari drives a silver Prius or at least was last Saturday and wearing a baseball hat, then he was polite to me in traffic last week of course <laughs> like, he was we so, like, he's a precious human I being i could completely see the dude's face but he looked very aziz and ish and like Aww. and he like just let me go and but he was wearing a hat and like there was sun kind of in my face and shadow in his face mm-hmm. but i have a thing where i can instantly recognize people's faces i don't always the funny thing is because of my brain damage i don't always know where i know them from but I will if I if I've ever met you and I see you see you somewhere I'll like instantly remember like I'll be like oh okay you know um it happens <laughs> like in person and in movies and whatever and I had that thing I was like oh my god I think that was in season sorry and like I need to tell the podcast uh... <laughs> that, that, the world needs to know even if he doesn't have a silver Prius um I don't know if he lives in L A well everyone's always in L A even if they don't live here um but uh, I was kind of like that might have been him we're just gonna say it was for the sake of our hearts as a family, as a podcast yes. family who loves him. As a podcast family. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So it brings up a bunch of questions like, okay, well, if that woman is at the mercy of someone else, then yes, it is degrading. Yeah. But if that woman is into S&M and it, this is all completely consensual yeah. and it is designed for people in the S&M community yeah. to have some sort of representation yeah. in the 80s because the internet does not exist. Yeah. Um, for well, that's a the weird idea. masses. Corn. Um, before the internet. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like that's that's a question that you have to ask. Like what is the intent? Who is distributing this? Who is it for? What is it like saying? And who is it trying to say it to? That's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, so from Julia's point of view, like this woman is at the mercy of a man through the male gaze. And this is just done for a dude's pleasure. And so for her, it, from her viewpoint, it is degrading. Yeah. Um, and she says, we've already wasted a day on the silliness. I don't want to discuss it anymore. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. And she asks what's been going on. Charlene says Anthony's been studying for his exam and he's wired. And yes. Julia says, Anthony, what's wrong with your eyes? <laughs> Suzanne says, you're starting to look like Nancy Reagan. That, I can't. What? I don't. What does that mean? I think she had wide eyes a lot. Oh, like that was so. her expression a lot. That's like her eyes were really open. Yeah. Um, And Suzanne points out that she went all the way through college and never once needed stimulants. 
She managed to keep up with all of her courses and a very active social life. And let me tell you, those were six and a half of the best years of my life. (laughs) Good point. (laughs) Oh, man. But also, like, let Uh, people do what the hell they're going to do. Don't say, like, I didn't have to do this, so you shouldn't do this. Yeah. Oh, my God. Everybody's journey is different. Goodness sakes. And um, so that brings, well, not Suzanne segueing, but they come back to, they we cut to like later. And, excuse me, Charlene and Mary Jo are discussing censorship. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mary Jo brings up a book last year that the Ayatollah Khomeini said, uh, read and said, or I don't even know if he read it, but he said that the author should be shot and killed. Mm-hmm. And then, and I looked up this book, it's the Satanic Verses by Salman Rushdie. Mm-hmm. Like, or Sam, how do you say his first name? Sorry. Um, and the Ayatollah Khomeini wanted him to be like essentially killed for releasing this book. And then Kat Stevens sided with the Ayatollah Khomeini and, um, and then this radio station, because Kat Stevens agreed with them, started burning his records. And Charlene's like, no one really noticed how weird it was like protesting censorship by burning records. It's like protesting capital punishment by lynching anyone who is for capital punishment, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is an interesting point um, and argument. And then as they're discussing this again, we hear the tire screech and another crash <laughs> yep. outside oh my God. cut to Julia spelling her name again so for the owner or worker at the stand so that he can file a police report. And she's pulling out her checkbook. Yep. Um, like, and she then does Anthony gets out shit. of the car. She's like, this is, I'm just she... going to do this. No this fucks is what given. I'm doing. Yeah. And poor Anthony, who is stressed out, exhausted, was in the car with her and had no warning. And he says, the next time I'm riding with you and you decide to create a drive through window where there was not one before, would you please give me a warning? I'm under a lot of pressure these days. I just can't take it. And <sighs> the ladies all come out. And Suzanne's like, well, at least your aim's getting better. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, and Julia says she is prepared to write a check for the damages and asks the dude how much, and he says $10 million. That's stupid. He is suing her for $10 million stupid. for violating his civil rights. It's also weird because it's like the fight is with her. It starts with her and the dude. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know. I, I feel like that's a little misplaced. That she just keeps, like, attacking mm-hmm. this dude in his newsstand. Uh, and she continues right. through the episode. I'm like, but... Yeah, the, several times. The problem, is, the problem is higher up. Yeah. Even though he's, like... I guess he's peddling whatever that she's not happy right. with. But it's like, shouldn't you be mad that, like, the product exists? Yeah, like, it's like trying to take down, like huge drug rings by arresting an 18 year old who sells weed to his friends fuck you just did it (laughs) (laughs) you just yep you just pointed out the ludicrosity (laughs) of of like our system right now but exactly that's my whole but that's what happens that's what happens and that's the point that's like wait yeah okay sorry about that we're back from my recording troubles that seems to happen (laughs) Almost oh, weekly now. Oh, no. Sorry about that. Okay. Sorry. So, back to him suing for $10 million yes. for violating his civil rights. And oh then God, we were whatever. discussing um, the the ludicrous comparisons yeah. of um, a 
arresting a dude who sells weed to his friends when you're trying uh-huh. to take down an international drug ring. Yep. Yep. Wow. Leslie, you're so good at this. Oh, thanks. <laughs> you're so nice. No. Um, and Anthony tells Julia she ought to post-date that check. <laughs> <laughs> I used to think that if you, like, post-date a check, like, people can't deposit it. That's not true. Oh. <laughs> like, it's not. It's I actually, one time, when we are I think it was when we were, like, living somewhere, I tried to, or no, 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 it was something that, like, I tried to pay, I tried to pay for, like, every month. And, like, I post-dated it. Like, I sent them, like, mm-hmm. three checks. I think it was to pay off a credit card or something. And, like, I was trying to pay off a credit card. And I sent them, like, three checks. And it was, like, October, November, December. And I post-dated them. And they just deposited them all at once. They just deposited all three of them? I was, like, And took it what? out of your account? I know. I was, like, I didn't have money for that. <laughs> I was just trying then to Then why even put a date on a check? I know. It was so dumb. Yeah, they could just go ahead and do it. Like, no one gave a shit. I was, like, oh, shit. Huh. So I had to, like, it was, like, a whole headache. Um, yeah, especially nowadays, like people don't do checks. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't work. Anyway, maybe once upon a time, it actually meant something. Maybe, <laughs> maybe in the eighties, when people took checks seriously. Seriously. Anyway, continue. Um, so we cut to the police station, and all Julia has to do is sign a thing that says she's sorry and she won't do it again, and they won't press charges. And of course, she's not interested in this. Um, no, no. Mary Jo says the judge is not happy. You've committed the same crime twice in two days. That's sign of in, a sign of insu- insufficient rehabilitation, and judges mm-hmm. hate that. Yep. And Julia knows what she did is illegal. She says it's an act of civil disobedience. Um, and Mary Jo points out there are other ways of dealing with expressing this problem with the newsstand than, like, running over it. And Julia yeah. said... She's thought about going up and just harassing the customers, quote unquote, looking at Guns and Buns magazine and being like, how do you find this month's honkers, Mr. Filthy Magazine aficionado? (laughs) Guns and Buns. Guns and Buns. I love it. Wait, what was the other one she said, too? There's another one, isn't it? I I didn't get the other one. Oh, God. There's like another one that she was like, I was losing it. Maybe not. Maybe I'm just (laughs) getting excited about all these names and stupidity. And uh, Mary Jo's like, I hate to be a drag, but you're showing no signs of remorse. Like, you could be headed for bankruptcy or prison. Mm-hmm. And Julia says, I can't think of a better cause to go out on. Yeah. And so we cut back to Sugar Bakers, and um, Suzanne tells a story about even when Julia was a little girl, she wouldn't go to bed. Like, she's always been stubborn. Um, like, they put her to bed, and then two minutes later, she come toddling out into the parlor in her little footy pajamas. So and cute. she said, I know, right? She said, well, mm-hmm. Daddy paddled her and paddled her good. And, like, Julia wouldn't cry. She'd just, like, stick out her little bottom lip and she, like, Suzanne imitates it. I have a gift. Mm-hmm. I'll post it. Oh, good. Um, and then in the end, like, it was just easier for their dad to give up and Julia got to stay up. Yeah. And Charlene says, well, what did you do? And Suzanne says, Charlene, I wasn't even born yet. I know. I was wondering about that. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Yeah. And she was like, besides, I always did what they wanted. All they had to do was pay me. Oh, my God. That's true. Um, and Anthony says that it's quite ironic with all this mention that's made of my enforcement, unfortunate incarceration. The four of you ladies spend an awful lot of time at the police station. That is my Just favorite thought. line of the entire series. <laughs> it's so accurate. It's so perfect. That he's like, everyone talks about him being in jail and like a convict, but like these bitches always in jail. So, uh. Yeah. yeah. So what? Yeah. 
Um, and then Charlene thinks that Julia has gone too far mm-hmm. and Suzanne says, um, that they should go talk to like the owner or whatever. And she says, sorry, but my sister, yeah. she, just, she can't help it. She just like, she doesn't do begging. No. And Suzanne says, um, and Charlene also says, like, necessarily be begging. It could be like trying to find, they could have had a mediator and this is, I'm a lawyer's daughter. So I'm like, they could yeah. have had a mediator and tried to like figure out a way for it to work out without being sued and like all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. And Charlene says, she's also not really big on begging. And Suzanne yeah. says, well, there's a reason for that. Begging. It's becoming a lost art. People just have too much pride. A little begging never hurt anyone. All my ex-husbands did it. A little crying, a little begging. It touches me, and I never Uh let it go unrewarded. Unless it would involve messing up my hair. Oh, my God. What? Is that sex? Like, what? Yeah, I think so. Oh, my gosh. Um, It's too much. And so Suzanne and Charlene go to the publisher's office, and Suzanne tells Charlene to let her do the talking Uh because this dude publishes a pornographic magazine and is going to be susceptible to an incredibly sexy woman, Uh and I'm going to give it to him with both barrels. Yeah. Uh, Well, Terry Wilder comes in, and it's not a dude. Nope. Not a dude. It's a lady. It's a lady. And I love how she refers to Julia's actions as illegal terrorist tactics. Oh, my God. Like, you could not get away with saying that on today's television. No. No. And Suzanne said that she was going to apologize, but, like, now she's really pissed off that this Uh is a woman. Yeah, that was Um, so interesting. She was like, I was going to do this, but now I see a woman. I'm like, how dare you? Yeah. Yeah. She says, my sister does not like looking at women all chained up and wearing underwear made by Goodyear. It irritates her. It probably irritates the woman who was wearing it, but that's beside the point. No reason to sue her. And then Terry asks if she, if Julia has read the publication. This is a good point. They keep like, I'm wondering what the, they're annoyed by the cover, but I'm mm kind of like wondering like what kind of magazine they're like, it's porn. I'm like. What kind of magazine is this but, actually? Yeah, like, like have you looked inside of it? What's going on? Yeah, which I, I know yeah. that, that we shouldn't do that. But like you said, like it could be that this is something actually endorsing her, like that the woman wants that to happen. Like who knows? I have yeah. no idea. It's just very like there's yeah, the intent is is that's the question. It's like yeah. too because today there's like a big movement for um, like female porn filmmakers. Mm-hmm. so that like it's a thing people want it 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 happens and so like oh, women like, who are into it yeah. should be the ones making it and ah, so there's yeah. like a big movement for that now yeah 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 yeah. um and then at this point like charlene loses her mind she's like cackling and she's like sure yeah. we got her a subscription for her birthday yeah oh yeah 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 because yeah. she's like there's no way that julia's gonna read it yeah no <laughs> And uh, Terry says that she finds it intellectually incredible um, that people want to censor, censor something that they've never read or seen. Or I think I it's like Harry seen, Potter. That still happens. Yeah, yeah, it's like Harry Potter and Fifty Shades of Grey and yeah. like whatever else is out well, there. Well, Fifty Shades of Grey is horrible. No, just it's like terrible. just from like a I don't want to read it. <laughs> but like, like other people like enjoy it. Yeah, like I yeah. couldn't get through it, but other people enjoy it. But well, other but, people did not want anyone reading it because they're like, "This is they terrible." Just hear it's dirty. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Suzanne says, "Pardon me, but I find it intellectually incredible that you even publish reading material in there." 
Oh, damn. Let's face it. You could publish the private diaries of Dan Quayle and no one's going to read it. And I don't Terry really says, get that. <laughs> Sorry I didn't laugh. I was uh, like, I was confused he's like even the, again. I didn't get it at the time. the vice president. I don't. So boring? What? Is that what it is? I don't know. Yeah, um, okay. I just know he was the vice president. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, what? I don't know. Um, and Terry says, like, this is a case about our freedom to print what we want and distribute it freely. I understand your sister's feminist sensibilities were offended. My sensibilities are offended by the National Enquirer. Suppose I just decide to, like, prevent that from being sold. And I Charlie's face so much. is Her face. priceless. Yes. <laughs> she is shocked. Yes. And Suzanne says... You hit home there. That was I <laughs> love really it. smart. Suzanne just like I love her so much. Sometimes like she's it's so not even point. like what she says. It's just like she. Um, I just posted on Instagram like the difference between like throwing shade and reading. That like they say Julia. Reads, I saw that. And she yeah. does. Julia does read, but God, if Suzanne doesn't read because she's reading everyone yeah. all the time. Like the Julia time. wants to correct people. Suzanne is reading her friends and family and everyone. Yeah. Constantly, whoever like whoever and so she so and she like, has no interest in correcting them she just yeah i know so she just like it. she just she's just as the voice of like reason you know like yeah which sounds weird because she's unreasonable but yeah <laughs> stuff like that, that she which knows. makes it even better i know i love it so much but she knows that like charlene's going to now be on board because that is her magazine and like what yeah. happens if that were to you know be different and yeah it's yep. just so smart she's just so smart she is. Yeah. And uh, Terry says that she's also a feminist and that her magazine contributes to the National Organization for Women. Here uh-huh. we go again, Suzanne. Oh, yeah? Well, I contribute to the Humane Society, but that doesn't make me a cat. That was my favorite <laughs> line of the episode. So doesn't good. make me a cat. Oh, my God. Doesn't make me a cat. Oh, my God. And Charlene's like, ooh, good one. And Charlene says, look, we could tell you that Julia's sorry, but she's not. We could tell you that she won't do it again. But she will. Like, what about Julia's freedom of speech? She hasn't had a chance to say anything about, like, her point of view. Um, Maybe that's why she got frustrated and mowed down your poster, because no one would listen to her. Don't you think she deserves to be heard? And Terry says that she'll think about it. And Mm -hmm. Suzanne, here we go again. Um, (laughs) On her way out, she says, one more thing. I've been backstage at Miss America pageants, seen some of the most beautiful women in this country wearing nothing but high heels and hot rollers. Mm-hmm. I'm not shocked by seeing somebody buck naked. And Terry says, that's good. And Suzanne says, but I'm just wondering if you think it's so peachy keen, how come we don't see your air, you airbrush and spread eagle in a centerfold? Good damn point. Last word. Yeah. Uh, so then we cut back to the police station and Terry comes to visit Julia and she has dropped the lawsuit. She likes Julia. She's a very tough lady. She says she made a mistake. But she feels that Julia's been punished enough. And Julia's very sarcastic. And she's like, oh, so you're just going to set me free. Mm-hmm. And Terry tells her all of this is about free speech. Uh, yeah. And she says something very interesting when you're re- watching this in 2017. Yep. That this is still America and free speech will always be protected in this country. Except it's not. Yeah. Nor has it ever been. Yeah. Uh, just ask anybody who marched with Dr. King uh, or carried a Black Lives Matter sign like last year. Yeah. Or, you know, just got gunned down in the street for being black. Like, no. It, no. Well, it's not even, well, I don't, 
I'm going to push back to like, I don't know if that's okay. against free speech. Mm-hmm. I think that, I think that people have, it's more the first point that like people use this, I, this argument of free speech to get away with being complete assholes. Like I think of it more as like Charlottesville. Mm-hmm. Like oh, recently yeah. is what yeah. I'm thinking. It's like, it's not that people, I mean, that people were protesting and, and bad things happened, but more that like the thing that's the comment that Julia makes that like, yeah, you can also just like let people who are like, she literally says like Nazis in the Ku Klux Klan, mm-hmm. which is real ap- yep. apropos, uh, say horrible things too. You know, it's like this idea of free mm-hmm. speech like should be looked at, <laughs> should be scrutinized, yeah. you know? Right. Um, I don't know. Anyway, go ahead. And she says, um, so in response to her, always be protected in this country, Julia says, but pornography won't. We will let the Nazis speak and we'll let the KKK speak because as despicable as they are, their statements are um, that they're speaking their mind. But when you publish your magazine, you're not speaking your mind and you'd shut it down tomorrow if it didn't turn a profit. It's not free speech. It's commerce. Otherwise, you couldn't zone it out of nice parts of the city. Exactly. Like she's profiting off of other people. Off of people's bodies. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And so Terry's like, okay, well, we'll just agree. I won't bother you and you won't bother me. And Julia's Um... like, oh, you bother me very much. (laughs) Yeah, it's not going to happen. And she says, I can be sanctimonious and Mm self-righteous, but I have to say it. Shame on you for calling yourself a feminist and shame on you for demeaning and hurting women everywhere for a nickel. Someday we're going to zone you right out of the city and the country and... The country, uh, like the whole world. In fact, Miss Wilder, Wilder, sorry, if I had my way, we might just zone you right off the globe. I don't think, the weird thing is, like, they've made Terry Wilder into such, like, a villain of this episode, and I don't know mm-hmm. if I really agree with that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's, like, I the weird thing, either. like, we're supposed to be, like, a bit, a bit of the time people, like, cheering, like, yes, Julia just, like, yeah. said the thing to the person that we want her to attack right. an episode, because that's the formula, but I'm kind of, right. like, uh... <laughs> yeah, but there's so much more to it than that. Agree with that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I mean they try like they they do they do bring up the censorship issues and a few other uh-huh. issues, but like uh-huh. it's it's even it's it's too complex for like a 20 minute show. And yeah. like you said, it's you're supposed to want to root for Julia and be like, yeah. yes, vindication. But like, yeah. there's more to it. Yeah, and like, and there's just so much involved with like, I mean, second wave feminism and, and like mm-hmm. the idea of like taking back sexuality, but also being able to be domestic if you want. Like, there's so many layers. Feminism is always going to be murky. You want to know why? Because the patriarchy is yep. in charge. That's why. Exactly. Like, <laughs> we can't, like, it's, exactly. we're always trying to like have to come through through so many angles and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I feel so bad for people who aren't like feminists or don't believe in the patriarchy who listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably like, shut the fuck up, Aaron. Stop but, like, talking. You know, I know. I'm sorry, guys. But it's true that I'm like, I think it's just not as simple, especially if like, now we've got like women no. attacking women. We've got women yep. profiting off of women who knows what this what terry wilder has gotten through to be where she is in her position yeah like what she's had to fight like it's just kind of like or the like actual content of her magazine like she points out like, exactly yeah. yeah like it's a it's kind of a mess and it's i don't know this is one of the episodes that like they're trying but like there's it's too big for yeah, like a 20 minute sitcom in the 80s to try mm-hmm. to 
figure out because it's tackle. still too big. As we're seeing, like it is stuff that's yeah. coming up. That's we're fighting with. This, that was in nineteen what eighty nine, and we're this twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we, unfortunately, probably if people ever listen to this podcast in like twenty years, no one's going to do that. But you know, like in the archives, <laughs> it'll still be in like, archives. oh, we're still arguing about this. That's true. Still arguing. The girls that came to the end of time. Knew it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so yeah, we've got the big speech and cheer and blah blah. blah. Right. Yep. And then we go back to Sugar Bakers for mm-hmm, wrap up. Mm-hmm. And Mary Jo says, "Don't anybody say anything about lawsuit." And Suzanne's like, "Why not? Isn't this mess over with?" Yeah. Mary Jo says yes, but Julie's probably it? not going to be happy. No. <laughs> no. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's going to be difficult for her to drive by that stand every day. Yes. And Mary Jo's like, well, at least she's not being sued anymore. Um, I wonder what made Terry Wilder change her mind. And then Suzanne and Charlene share a knowing look. And I love it. Mary Jo says, no. Yes. You two? The children. The kids? <laughs> the kids, yeah. And Suzanne says, see, you think we don't do anything when you're not around. And Mary Jo's like, now nah, I wouldn't say that. I see my M&M drawer is empty. I'm so impressed. How Mary Jo of her, I mean, how, how you of Mary Jo, wait, what, hold on. Let's try this again. How, yeah, you of MJ to be like, have like a drawer of M&Ms. Like, I love that. Like, you would totally have a drawer of M&Ms. Or like I totally just, would. You have a cauldron of candy. Yeah, I have so a cauldron perfect. of candy. Like if I lived with you still, and like it was, it was like dwindling. You'd be like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> which would never happen because I, of course, give. I buy you like twice as much. You stuff replenish. As I, yes. I always do, but still, that's like I love that comment that she has a whole drawer of evidence. I hope they're in like packets. I love the idea that they're in packets <laughs> versus like just loose. Just, yeah. just a drawer full like of little fun size M&Ms. bags of M&Ms. Yeah, I know, but I kind of like want it to just be a drawer. Like that she just <laughs> puts her hand in like, like, um, like Scrooge McDuck and like his gold. No, no, that's not the guy's name. Is that the one? The one that jumps into yes. his, his gold and the ducktails? I think so. Yeah, like that. I want it to be like that, but it's her hand into a drawer of M&Ms. Oh, just loose ones. Just loose M&Ms. Just oh, all over okay. the damn place. It's way too dirty for that. We won't, we don't want that in our lives. But like, I, in my mind, it's like a whole like cornucopia of like almond M&Ms and like peanut butter M&Ms and like <laughs> crispy M&Ms and pretzel M&Ms. Okay. So many. Now. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> God, why, why do I talk on this show? I'm just going to be quiet <laughs> for the rest, the rest of the episode. <laughs> Go ahead. And Charlene says, I just can't understand one thing. Like, they can't make rules about porn because they can't define it. I love but this. how come the guy at the Kitten Cat Theater knows which yeah. movies to show? Yep. It's not like he gets confused and starts showing Gandhi. He knows. Gandhi. Yes. Or the dude at the Triple X store, like, knows what it is. Like, he knows what DVDs to sell and what merchandise to stock. So, like, if there's anyone who can't figure out what it is, like, why don't they just go talk to those guys? <laughs> Yeah. And Mary Jo says, there are only nine people in the country who don't know what pornography is. The trouble is they're all on the Supreme Court. Yeah. But the thing is, they do. But it's like, it's all it's all money. It's all money. Yeah. Oh, God. It's all money. Yeah. And uh, Suzanne says that Julia is probably taking her time because they're asking, like, where she is. Like, they're, she... Uh, hates giving up more than she hates losing and she's had to give up and face facts that the world isn't going to change just because she wants it to um she's got to like face facts and that's that and then they hear another car crash and cut to julia spelling her name again for the dude and the credits roll also who can't who can't spell julia sugar baker sugar baker sugar 
Baker. Baker. You got a baker. Most people know what that is. They often use sugar. <laughs> I mean, like, you together. should know. Like, yeah. And that, what a weird note to end a season on. A season on. Yeah. They were like, oh, okay. And we're out. And that's uh, a wrap. Back to that joke. Some things will never change. Isn't that right, everybody? Some things will <laughs> never change. Julia Sugarbaker is going to be shenaniganing up. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I kind of feel like a guy should come on at the end. <laughs> they should have just paused on her and it'd be like, it would be a dude saying that back in the, like, how they used to do. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Weird. The, did you have a favorite outfit? I have a few. So if you want to talk about yours first, first, just in case, mine yep. was Terry's. Terry. Wilder, oh, that's a good one. Um, because it was so eighties. Loved it her. Was. Loved her fluffy hair. Kind of a mm-hmm. a very long pixie. Like not pixie. It was like one of those eighties, like you know, short haircuts. That was fluffy. That my hair is going to look like in about three weeks. And. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be it's pretty close already um and um the earrings are what drew me to this outfit at first that they're Mm -hmm. so huge and geometric it's a bit it's kind of weird because it's like a triangle in the top and i couldn't see what's going on exactly in the bottom like it's kind of like it was yeah but like dangly it's like Mm -hmm. something it's like multiple things um and then i really really loved the neckline of her uh-huh. jacket that it was yep. kind of like it went with the triangle theme of the earrings it was so like power suit 1989 ceo it lady definitely kind of was. thing i was like it could have been in the movie working girl worn by the beautiful sigourney weaver <laughs> you know like yes. it was so good um yeah and it's like the only outfit she wears and i just loved it because the whole time i was trying i was looking at her and like i recognize your face but i know you from let me look it up oh all the things in the 80s i probably saw you in all <laughs> these things and um oh and 90s actually not really 80s as much as 90s um yeah simple loved it what was your favorite yep um so i really liked mary joe's first outfit uh-huh. she has on these very high-waisted um khaki pants but they're slacks they're not like khaki pants that you just wear they're like twill yeah they're like nice material yeah super high-waisted with a giant black belt at her waist and like a bluish purple uh dress shirt but then over top of it she has this like short jacket that's like gold and a bunch of other colors and like textured Mm -hmm. and it's yeah it's pretty good i can see her wearing this to like a horse jumping competition <laughs> or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just what I thought. A lot of her outfits could be that way. That was like, could be that. Is she married also. to a jockey? You know, not a jockey. Maybe. Exactly. Races. I don't like races, but like the horse jumping competitions are cute. Yeah. <laughs> They're pleasant. Mm-hmm. Too. Usually a horse doesn't get hurt necessarily. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, is that our episode? That's our episode. Well, there we go. Yep. Thanks for, um, listening to us guys and yeah that's through my rants and uh three seasons and three seasons oh my god i was just being <laughs> like just sentimental in general i didn't think about three seasons we are over halfway through the series yep we are that's crazy Girl. yeah yeah and people are married and shit now it's great that's great um, leslie where can people find us since we've been trying to actually be doing doing things <laughs> so cute uh we are the girls who came to sugar bakers on our 
Podbean site and uh, iTunes. We are Sugar Baker Girls everywhere else, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, Pinterest. If you do like us, please take a moment to rate and review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And thanks for hanging out with thanks us. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next season. Next next season, season four. Woohoo! Bye. 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 B